no uh, 33, I'm sorry. Uh, I was starting at 34. Instead, this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, the Lord's declaration will put my teaching, I will put my teaching within them and write in their hearts, I will be their God and they will be my people. Amen. I want to, I want to use for our moment together tonight, uh, God's work in us. Amen. Or if I can retopic it or subtopic it with a change from within, which I'm actually getting out the footnote of the Christian Standard Bible, changed from within God's work in us. Amen. Changed from within. Amen. Um, we, we know that uh, Jeremiah uh, was a prophet of God. And uh, through the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah, uh, there were times where he had to uh, tell the people that you're going to be enslaved uh, in, in for a month, number of years. There was times he had to tell the people that the judgment of God would come on them. There was times Jeremiah had to give them bad news. But also, in the same like manner, what's up, Chateau? In the same like manner, um, he also gave them good news. Amen. Uh, so not only did Jeremiah share with them uh, the things that God was going to judge them on, uh, but Jeremiah also shared with them the things that God would bless them with. Amen. And then I know that there are some tonight just feel like God is against you. <laughs> uh, you seem like you can't get above water. Uh, every time you get one thing together, something else breaks loose. And then once you get that together, something else breaks loose. And then once you get all those things together, then something else breaks loose. And it just feels like God is just playing with you and 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 you just believe that God don't have your best interest at heart uh, because we have questions such as, well, if God is so good, why do he allow good people to suffer? Uh, come on, talk back to me. But we have to understand and know that everything that we go through is not a surprise, as I told you before. It is not a surprise to God. God is not shocked about your life. He's not thrown off that you stopped praying. He's not thrown off uh, that you have stopped reading your Bible. He's not thrown off that you have children out of wedlock. He's not thrown off that you smoke, that you drink. He's not thrown off about you fornicating. He's not thrown off about adultery. He's not thrown off about hypocrisy. He's not thrown off about nothing that goes on in your life. God is not thrown off by it. God knows the plan that he has for you. He know you. 
But what I love about what God did, instead of getting rid of the children of Israel, which could have been a very easy thing for him to do, God told Jeremiah to begin to talk to the people. Now, there's a lot of background in Jeremiah and the children of Israel, and, and, and one of these days we'll get to it, but I only got a few minutes, so I want to really just spend time on this scripture. So so now, um, God is, is talking through Jeremiah. And, and, and what God is saying is that now he's about to change the relationship. Watch this. He's about to change the relationship that he has with the children of Israel. Uh, that, that, there's nothing more uh, exciting about a relationship when you know a person inside out instead of outside in. And, and so what God now is telling Jeremiah, he says, I want you to now begin to tell the people. Listen to what he told them in verse 33. He said, instead, this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those Days, those days, after those days, after those days that everything take place, after those days when things begin to go in motion, after those days, the Lord's declaration is this. I will put my teaching within them and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. Many believers, watch this, many believers avoid the final 17 books of the Old Testament. Why? Because many of them are filled with gloom and doom. But while the prophetic books do emphasize judgment, they also, listen to this, contain numerous hopeful reminders like this one. <laughs> oh, stay with me, please. It's part of a much larger section that reveals the eventual restoration of Israel. That was God's main focus, to restore Israel to its rightful, not place, but position. Come on, talk back to me. Many of us have been in relationships <laughs> and some of us are in relationships that we are believing that he or she is going to get their act together. Listen to the words that we're saying. Get their act together. So as long as they can act right, you ain't got nothing to say to your boy. They can stay. Oh, you ain't setting up back to me. As, as long as she's acting right, <laughs> she, she can hang as long as he's acting right. Y'all ain't got no problems, but that's the issue. Every act has another scene. Come on, talk back to me. Every act has an end. Every act has a finish. So, so don't get excited about the 
of being in the relationship. If you are in the relationship, if the relationship is genuine, if the relationship is real, then you know the person not only from the outside in, but from the inside out. And so God was saying, hey, Ms. Willis, God was saying, I'm about to change the relationship and the connection that I now have with Israel. Tell them, Jeremiah, the covenant is getting ready to change. He said it's getting ready to change. So it says there's about to be a new covenant where in the old covenant, watch this, in the old covenant, obedience was compelled from the outside. In other words, in order for you to get this, you have to do that. Listen to me. The old covenant needed us to do something to receive the blessings of God. The old covenant needed us to work for the deliverance, work for the miracle, work for the favor. In the old Testament, only thing it reminded us is that we were wretched and undone. The old testament required us to be a a a a a a uh, a willing participant to do something in order to gain something. That's the old testament. That obedience was noted from the outside in. So when God saw you being obedient, <laughs> oh my goodness. But the Lord, the Lord told Jeremiah, he says, I'm about to change the game. Somebody tell somebody God is about to change your game. Listen, I know whatever you're dealing with. I know whatever circumstance you're dealing with, but God is about to change the game. You ain't saying nothing back to me. He's about to change the game in your finances. He's about to change the game in your home. He's about to change the game in your relationship. No matter what you're dealing with, I promise you, God is about to change the game. Watch this. So speaking through Jeremiah, watch, listen. God declares that here, that because of his everlasting love and faithful love, he will bring his people home due to his goodness. Hear it now. Due to his goodness. <laughs> no, no goodness of all. Come on, talk back to me. Not, nothing you are doing, nothing that you can do. God is going to bring you back. God is going to bring you out. Not because of who your mother is, not because of who your father is, but because of who he is. And he bring you out. He's going to bring you out better. He's going to bring you out stronger. He's going to bring you out wiser. Because of his goodness, he's going to do good things in your life. So, it says they will, watch this, they'll be radiant with joy. With 31 and verse 12. But best of all, he will, watch this, make a new covenant stay with them that will involve him writing his truth on their hearts. That means 
on the inside. That means, now I know somebody said, uh, did, didn't we already have his spirit? He breathed into them the breath of life. We are living because of the breath of life that God gave us, the breath of life. It made us a living being. But Jesus said, I can't sin. Watch this. I can't sin. Don't get the breath of life and the Holy Spirit confused. Come on, talk back to me. Don't get the breath of life <laughs> and the Holy Spirit confused because God breathed into us the breath of life was not the Holy Spirit. I know somebody said, Reverend, you might be wrong about that. And I promise you, if I am, I need y'all to straighten, straighten the boy out. That's fine. Help me. But then Jesus said, if I don't go away, I cannot send back the comforter. So that tells us that the comforter, watch this, was not yet in the earth, though it wasn't in the earth operating. In the beginning, it operated according to the word. <laughs> but as when Jesus came, come on, talk back to me. When the word was made flesh, <laughs> uh, Jesus said, I, I got to, I got to do what I need to do while it's day. Because when night comes, no man can work. He said, but I got to go away. If I don't, I can't send the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit cannot come back. It cannot dwell and it cannot do what I need to do if I don't go. So this new covenant is wrapped all up in Jesus Christ. And it all depends on who Jesus is. The Old Testament was just man and God. Mm. But in the New Testament, <laughs> we have Christ, our Savior, who bore all of our sin and iniquity. Watch this. Read it. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. So, so again, watch this. Obedience was compelled from the outside. But here, God is saying, the Lord is saying that in the future, in the future, change would take place from the inside out. Changed from within. Listen now. Your clothes, just because you change your clothes, don't mean you're changed. You all heard the old cliche that clothes don't make the man and it also don't make the woman. Because if your attitude is nasty and Gucci <laughs> and then Prada, it's going to be nasty. Come on, talk back to me. If you're mean, even if you wear uh, name brand stuff, you're still going to be mean. The clothes, the outside appearance does not speak for what's on the inside. Come on, talk back to me. So God is saying, I'm about to change it up. He says, what I'm going to do, watch this. I'm going to put my word on the inside of you so that it can compel change from the outside, from the inside out. See, as long as the children of Israel were seeing and 
and withholding and withholding and, and seeing the blessings of God, it really didn't it really didn't make a difference because soon as they got what they wanted from God, they went back to doing what they were doing. So God now is saying, all right, I can't, this ain't going to last like this month. He said, now in the future, I'm, I'm going to change it up. I'm not going to write on tablets no more. I'm going to write on the inside of them. By what? Way of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the word of God. The Holy Spirit has the word of God. And if we got the Holy Spirit, if we receive Jesus as our personal Savior and we allowed him into our hearts, automatically the word is Christ. Come on, talk back to me. The word was with God. The word was God and the word was made flesh. If we have received Jesus, we've received the word. And it's that word that we have the inside of us changes from the inside out. Now, many of us have been claiming <laughs> that, that God is working <laughs> in us. But can I say this to you tonight? Now don't get mad at Red. Please don't get mad at Red. If that be true, come on. And I'm talking about myself too. If that be true, then every now and then we find ourselves falling back into the old nature. Come on, talk to me here. What we have to begin to do is to rely on what's on the inside of us to begin to make a difference so that it can show up on the outside of us. That's why we, we looked at the lesson tonight changed from within God's work in us. And I know some of you all are on the line tonight and you're saying that God got you in layaway. I got that and I understand that. But then if that be the case, then we have to allow that word to work in us to bring about the desired change that God already has for us. So he says, I'm going to make a change. And instead of going from the outside in, I'm going to go from the inside out. You know, if you really want to, the other night we talked about rehabbing. If you really want to make a change in the house, most of the time you, you make changes from the inside out. Come on, talk back to me. If, 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 if you want a, a room bigger in the house, <laughs> You don't go buy another house. You just knock down the wall. <laughs> okay, Holy Spirit, I got that. And so that's all God is saying. 
He said, I'm going to put my word on the inside of you. Why? Because there are some walls there that's stopping you from being what I need you to be. You need four bedrooms, but you only got three. So now you got to knock down some walls and put up some new stuff to give you room to expand. And that's what God is saying. God is saying, I need to put my word in you so I can get you to expand beyond who you are. Changed from within. You know, sometimes what happens is that we want to fight the word of God. Mm -hmm. We, we want to fight change. Many of us don't like change. Uh, because sometimes uh, change bring with many of us uncertainties. And then it also brings us uh, less control. See, when things begin to change and you have nothing to do with it, you, you get scared, you get fearful. And so now what you try to do, you try to fight against change. See, it, it don't make no difference how much you try to stop spring from coming. It's coming. You can't stop it. You can't control it. <laughs> you, you can't stop summer from happening again. You, you can't stop winter from coming again. You can't stop the snow in the sky. You can't stop the rain from falling. Uh, unless you and God really got that relationship and you can speak stuff like that, then do it. But until then, I, 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 I had not seen anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that can stop change from happening. God says, I want you to change, but I don't want to change you from the outside. In. I just don't want to give you material things. I want to give you something internal. See, it don't make no difference to move into a mansion if you got something else in your mental. Come on, talk to your boy. It don't make a difference to, if you're going to be a millionaire, but, but your mental isn't there. And see, this is what God want to do. God says, I, I, I need to take you somewhere, but I got to get this on the inside changed in order to get you to where I need you to be. Because where I'm taking you, you can't think the same way. Come on. You can't speak the same way. You can't live the same way. You cannot the same way. You cannot react the same way. Watch this. So, the problem with the old covenant, thank you, Miss June, the problem with the old covenant that was always easy to break, hear me, didn't have no problem with breaking the old covenant. But God is saying, I'm going to replace it now. And the foundation of this new covenant is Jesus Christ. According to Hebrews 8 and 6, watch this. The old covenant did not have, watch this, the power of transformation. <laughs> did you hear me? The old covenant could not revolutionize anything. The new in Christ Jesus, 
You are a new creature. That's what the Bible said. It is saying in the old covenant, you are a new creature. And Christ, Jesus, Jesus is the foundation of new. Y'all remember our buddy Paul? Well, before he came, Paul, y'all remember he was on Damascus? Y'all know the story? What happened? When he met Jesus, y'all know the story, how it went? After he went through what he went through, had to get prayed for and all that stuff, he went out and started preaching what? Christ. Why? Because it was a change on the inside. And so then after that, that's all he talked about. Christ, Christ, together, love. Charity. If I got the tongues of angels can, can speak this and speak that, but if I do it without charity, it's nothing. So the change from the inside makes the difference on the outside. See, it does not make any sense for a homeowner to put, hey, Miss Wells, to put a roof on a house when the inside is deteriorating. Because eventually, what's going to happen is that once everything on the inside goes, the roof is coming down. Now, here's what I love about rehabilitating houses. That most of the houses have good foundation. <clears throat> and because they have good foundation, you don't have to get rid of the foundation. <laughs> you just build on what's there. Oh my God. And that's all God is saying. God is saying this. I'm going to put a whole new covenant on the inside of you through my son, Jesus Christ. He's going to be the foundation. He's going to be the substance. He's going to be the structure. He's going to be the base of what you base your life off of. There will have to be no other foundation laid but Jesus Christ. He says, but I need you though. In order to get it, I need you to believe in him so that you won't perish. <laughs> Come on. The Bible tells us that God would want no one to suffer. He would love for everybody to be saved. Will everyone be saved? I really don't know. But I know God don't want nobody to, to perish. So the Old Testament did not have the power to transform people's hearts or give them the ability to obey the new covenant which has revolutionary So we all know that a revolution is about changing and evolving 
and becoming something totally different. Amen. And God did that through his son. He revolutionized the way people can be saved. He revolutionized how people can still make it without doing any work of themselves. By allowing his son to die, we have a chance to be changed from within. Because you know, a lot of the stuff that come out of us is already in us. Some of the mean things we say, some of the evil things we do, some of the spiteful things we do, is not from the outside, it's always from within. So if we can get enough Jesus in there, if we can get enough prayer in there, if we can get enough dedication and 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 uh meditation, if we can get enough of him in us, then we can begin to see the difference on the outside. And here's what I love about it. Then I'm gone. When Jesus began to work in you, the people that know you will see it on the outside. Remember now, Paul, when he went to Ananias, and I said, oh, no, 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 no. I know who that dude is. <laughs> but Bible said, no. The Lord said, no, man, I, I got him. He good. See, he's good. And he went back to preach. Even when he went to his hometown, people couldn't believe that was him. Many of them sought out to kill him. But it was him. See, when God wrought a change from the inside, people will begin to see it from the outside. Amen. 